0: Somebody's Mama podcast for your host, Kendra and Nicole. Thank you guys so much for joining us for another episode. Um, this is episode 53. We don't say the numbers that much anymore, but since I have it written down, this is episode 53. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, so we're so excited to chat with you guys today. So let's jump right into our weekend recap. Nicole, what did you do this weekend? Okay, so. I have a little bit of a confession.
1: About two weeks ago, we talked about how like, oh, you know, focus on keeping what you can get clean and like, we dove all into that, right? Right. I left that episode and I had to drop my kid. My kids went to my sister's house and then
0: I deep cleaned the whole house. Oh my goodness. That's (laughs) the perfect time to do it though, honestly. Right. With With less kids in the house, that's the perfect time
1: yeah, and I literally like deep cleaned my whole house like as we record this podcast, my kids are probably at home just like
0: trash in the place,
1: trash in the place, but I enjoyed it the whole house being clean like so much, it just like rejuvenated me, you know,
0: yes, I know that feeling,
1: <laughs> and uh this past week, my son started um golf camp that's cool and my daughter, I was trying to wait till she turned five,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but I took her to get her nails done.
0: Oh my goodness. I know little Miss Diva is a mess. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, why did she say, cause um, why did she say, um, oh, like she wanted her nails done, but she was just like, it just took so long. It just took so long. Oh. <laughs> I was like, really? And I let her pick whatever color she wanted and uh-huh she's like it just takes so long to dry mom blah, 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 blah. I was like are you serious like I don't but, want it still forever yeah but I recorded it so I am going to put that reel out it's just super cute because it's like it's the first time you know yeah that is so cute it's the rites of passage yeah <laughs> so we did that and so I think that that's really it what
0: about you um, So this week, we got the party started early and we went to Knott's Berry Farm on Wednesday.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, my older son, Kendon, he had got Knott's Berry Farm tickets from his school a while ago because he won, um he like sold the most or got the most donations or something for a fundraiser. Oh, nice. So he had um two tickets, he won two tickets for that. And then, um, so we're like, oh, we're going to go this summer and, you know, we're looking up and time is a ticking and you guys to go to school <laughs> next week. So we're like, let's pick a day. We wanted to go during the week because we figured it would be more busy on the weekend. So we only had to purchase one ticket. But child, we got caught up on the Max Bay Farm website. Once you buy your ticket, they start ad- asking you: do you want to add this? Do you want to add a souvenir bottle and you can drink all day for $16.99? Do you want to add a meal plan? $31, you can eat all day. And we're like, sure, parking, add everything. <laughs> You're like, sure. I mean, yeah, I mean, we're going to be thirsty. We got to eat. <laughs> yeah, so it actually did work out pretty well because their portion size, portion sizes are pretty large so we were able to like share some meals and uh we only had to buy a few things just like souvenirs and like our funnel cake and stuff like that but we had a great time at night spray farm it was really hot um kinden was a little nervous for some of the rides but he loosened up after a while uh, he was mad at me on for one of the rides that we got on i didn't know it was going to be so bumpy and he was yelling at me the whole time he's like mom you didn't tell me he was gonna be like this <laughs> I'm like well it's Cap snoopy I didn't think it would be too tragic but it was a little bouncy you know
1: yeah
0: but um all in all we had a great family fun day Bryson enjoyed it he got on a couple of rides um And then Saturday, Friday, we didn't do much. My husband went out. So me and the kids were home. And Saturday, uh, we had two birthday parties. So we had one in Long Beach and one in Inglewood. So we were on the party train. uh, But both parties were a lot of fun, um, really cute themes. Uh, One of them was a Minions theme. The other one was a first rodeo. Oh, So it was my baby cousin's first birthday it was so cute. They had everything under the sun. They had two jumpers. They had the mechanical bull. They oh, wow. had a pony a pony and a horse to ride the kids around the neighborhood. A real life pony, a real life horse. In the um, neighborhood? Yeah, in Inglewood, girl. Wow. <laughs> they cool. had the, uh, the Compton Cowboys um, oh, kicking okay. and brought. So it was really cute. The kids had a ball. Um, and all through that, I had a migraine all weekend, but I pushed through. See, I pushed
1: through.
0: You better I, than me. Cause I'd be like, we need to just cancel. Cause right. I rested <laughs> on Friday. And then when we came back home on Saturday, I rested and I slept in on Sunday. Um, I slept in and then we went to the beach. Oh my goodness. So that's I a whole actually, lot. I know I actually did really good on Sunday I wasn't in any pain until like we were on our way home um but the beach was so much fun I'm glad we went because we've been trying to go all summer and it just hasn't worked out because our you guys know our um weekends have been jam-packed so we finally made it to the beach with two other families and we're on our way to the beach we're so excited we got everything packed up out of nowhere it starts raining in southern california on july 31st with 85 degrees outside it starts raining and we're like what is happening like the one day we decide to go to the beach it wants to rain so we didn't panic we're just like okay let's try to strategize so it was only supposed to rain for an hour um so we were like, we'll just wait it out because we're almost there already. So we just sat in the car on a group FaceTime with the other two families. Everybody was in their cars parked because it start, at first it wasn't raining, it was just sprinkling. Then it starts pouring down raining. So everybody jumps in their cars <laughs> and we're like on FaceTime so the kids could talk to each other, but it only rained for like 15 or 20 minutes. And we had a beautiful day. The kids had a ball, the sun came out. The sand was dry, so everything worked out, thank God.
1: Thank goodness, because, oof, that's a lot.
0: Yeah, I didn't want to have to, like, turn away because Kendon was so excited. Like, we bought him a new bucket with all his tools so that he could do sandcastles, and he was so excited to dig for seashells and seaweed and all this craziness. So I didn't want to have to burst his little bubble, so I'm glad it worked out. Thank goodness,
1: because especially when you drive all the way to the beach, it's like it needs to work out.
0: Because Yeah, we done packed all this stuff up. Like I got cooler bags. Now, let me tell y'all, I cracked the code, okay? I had <laughs> packed so efficiently. We came home with very minimal sand. Like the two best things I feel like we did was make sure all of our bags had zippers on them. Oh, nice. So normally, you know, your beach bag is normally open. I don't know why they make beach bags like that, but they're usually open. So if your bag is open, you know, people are going to kick up saying it's going to get into your bag. So True. our cooler bags, our snack bags, the bags with the clothes, I just made sure they were always zipped up. We would take something out, zip it back up. Um, And then I brought trash bags with, to put all the wet clothes in and then to put the blankets in that were on the sand. So when I came home, I just took those trash bags and I also had a trash bag for the, um, the shovels and the buckets and stuff. So all that stuff was in trash bags. So when we got in the car, we had, the only sand we had was like from the bottom of our feet. So if you want a little hack, make sure you bring some trash bags for the stuff that's sandy. Listen, <laughs>
1: sand. The less sand you can bring back, the better because your car will, it's its a mess. It can be a mess. It can. It be. can. It
0: can definitely be a mess and you'll be finding sand for weeks. Yeah. But yeah, thank God we didn't have that experience. But yeah,
1: we'll move mine right along. <laughs> okay, let's get into some mama moments. I feel like we haven't done that in a while. Um... I, my mama moment is kind of, kind of funny. Um, so I don't know if I said it on here maybe a couple of weeks ago that I hurt my ear. And so my ear, my ear is still healing. Like I'm taking medicine and all this stuff, but I can't even lie. Like lately, I just, anything It's like, oh, I didn't hear you. I can't hear, you know, my ear is messed up. You know, I can't hear <laughs> You like, My husband will be like, say something. And I'll just be drifting off. And I'll be like, he'll be like, did you hear me? I'll be like, you know, I can't hear. You know, I can't hear. You know, I can't
0: hear. (laughs) it to your full advantage.
1: Okay. Uh, So it's been kind of nice. (laughs) Get a little break. Yeah. I get a little break because I'll be like, you guys, you know, I can't hear. I know. So funny. But yeah. What about you?
0: um okay so my mama moment so you know we went to my spray farm like I said and if you know me by now you know that I'm the sanitizing queen so of course I had my whole kit with me at my spray farm especially with this new little monkey pox and all this extra stuff going on um I didn't want to cancel the trip so I'm like let's try to you know be as safe as possible so Um, make sure we wore our mask on the um, the ride because kids they just naturally put their hands and touch their face and like stuff like that so we're standing in line for the little truck ride where they ride around the the tracks in Camp Snoopy and I have it's just me and Kendan. so I have my wipes and my alcohol spray in my hand and then one of the moms starts laughing And she pulls hers out too. (laughs) (laughs) So we had like a cute little moment in line. I was like, a too." She was like, yeah. she was like, you know, people maybe look at me crazy, but I don't care. She was like, the only reason why we don't have our mask on right now is because it's 110 degrees outside. But she's like, yeah, I don't play that. Like, I don't care what they say. Like, this stuff is still alive and well. And I'm like, yeah, I know. And I'm like, forget you know COVID and all that stuff This other germs like you know kids are kids are gross okay yeah so they, they work their boogers everywhere like it's just gross so um we were just in line talking about that and like kind of just like sharing our own little tips and stuff so it was a really cute little moment like we bonded um I bonded with the it was a mom and a sister and the sister was like yeah she's crazy you wouldn't believe some of the stuff that she does like, <laughs> in the grocery store and somebody stands too close to her she's like oh can you back up
1: (laughs) okay look by now people need to know better you cannot stand close to
0: nobody that's what she said she's like I can't believe it they were both kind of short and so she's like I'm already this little lady and here they come standing over me trying to talk and stuff it's like sir can you please back up
1: (laughs) (laughs) and people try to test you like Yeah, they try to test you, especially um, and people who have gotten COVID. Yeah, they like I already got it, and I'm out here willy nilly.
0: And so, yeah, I don't know. The funniest part though was like there was this lady standing behind them, like they were um, you know how the the lines go, they kind of wrap around. So they were actually like way ahead of us, but we just kind of lined up in line and the lady behind them was rolling her eyes the whole time like she was giving off that energy of one of those people that feel like we were doing too much by spraying our uh our alcohol on the um because we sprayed the steering wheel the seat and the little horn that the kids squeeze on the ride oh yeah so just really quickly like not taking up too much time just a little okay get on you know and um, we were talking about like that's what we had what we have been doing every all day and just making sure we're sanitizing our hands and like you know just staying as safe as possible child she was rolling her eyes the whole time and I said you know what I don't understand why people take it so personal when you want to protect your family like I don't understand how it affects them in a negative way by what I do with my kids like right her eyes and the lady was like you know what quite frankly I don't care because (laughs) I'm gonna protect mine and you know things happen you still get sick like you know we never can be 100% sure but I'm always gonna do the best that I can I say you know that's my same sentiment I feel like I'm just gonna do as much as I can and it just makes me feel better knowing that I just you know I just took the most precautions that I could and child, she couldn't wait to get from behind her. that were like <laughs> he ran onto the ride. And I just thought it was so funny. I'm like, why does that bother you so much? Like I think
1: people have just made it political. It's not well, even like people take the time to think about like people are protecting their family or trying to, or at least doing the best what they can with the knowledge that we have, you know?
0: Right. And I'm like, <laughs> you don't, you don't, you don't know people. I'm yeah. the type of person that was wiping down uh, airplanes before, long before COVID. My husband, he used to travel for work. I would literally pack him a little clear bag with Lysol wipes, Lysol spray, and hand sanitizer when he traveled. Yeah. And I trained him on how what to wipe and how to wipe it down. And this was long before COVID. So I'm like, yeah. I'm just that type of person. And then when I became a mom, I became extreme. So. Yeah like you just never know how people are but people always gonna have something to say you know it's
1: funny that you said that because i saw this clip over the weekend where the guy he was at
0: dealer's shopping with his son did you see that Uh uh-uh and yes 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 i did i did see that yeah and he called called him the n-word
1: yeah like well i think the guy he he or he just
0: said the n-word in the sun yeah yeah
1: and his 10 year old heard it and so the dad when he finished purchasing his stuff he told the he was an older white man and he was like he just told him like he he like told him off in a nice way but (laughs) he was just like you you know you just commit you just uh made like a trauma situation for my son. This is something he's always going to remember of somebody using the N-word and, and whatnot. And the crazy thing is, you gotta you guys got to look it up. It's, it's yeah. worth looking up. But he was like, the crazy thing is, it's like, you don't know what other people are going through or why other people are the way they are. And he, and he was just like, in the past year, I've lost like four close family members, like his hey. mom, his sister, his aunt, and somebody else. And he was like, you just don't know like what's going you on really? with other people.
0: Yeah,
1: and um, and then he started to get kind of wild with it. That's why it's, it's worth
0: a Google. It's worth the watch. Yeah, it's worth like, I could have snapped on you, like I could yeah. If I didn't have restraint, like you don't know what I've been through. Well, losing all those people, I could have literally just snapped.
1: Yeah, I could have snapped.
0: You. And you're not even realizing what's going to happen on the other end of that with you just being ignorant, like. Yeah, and
1: then he like he was basically like said what he did was like an idiot thing or something like that
0: yeah but, but here's guy, like, the guy's excuse the guy was like oh i kicked my toe he's like you kicked your toe and the first thing you say is the n-word nah that don't even make no. sense like and
1: he was like, how long you been working here and he was like 20 years or something like that means he also said the guy the guy got fired but uh i just thought to myself when i saw that like you don't know what people are going through and when he was saying that i was like that's that's the moment right there when he said that, that I would have turned real Kanye in that moment. I would have been like, you don't know. (laughs) You don't know how close to Kanye
0: people are.
1: (laughs) You don't know. know.
0: They could be right
1: over. (laughs) Because it's true. And it's like anything he would have done at that moment, it would have been like, we understand, like. Yeah. You know? But anyway,
0: yeah.
1: You just never know what people are going through.
0: Very, very true. All right, let's move into our hot topics. We have a couple of hot topics today. The first one is an update.
1: Yes, please update us because you was right.
0: So last week we talked about I hope you guys care enough. You guys have to let us know, like, what shows and things you guys watch because sometimes we talk about these topics and we don't. You know, there's no comment section under the podcast, so we don't really know if you guys can relate or not. Anyway, we're gonna tell y'all because this will be watched. Okay.
1: And you know what? If you're listening right now, give us five stars. Yeah. And say what you like about the podcast
0: yes and then at the bottom you can say p.s i watch da. da, 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 da. so yeah. we know like what you guys you know or you can send yeah. us a dm just send us a dm after you do your five-star review and your and your um let us know what you like about the podcast if you feel so inclined you can yeah. send us a dm and let us know what shows you watch or maybe we'll do a poll but you guys have to participate on our instagram because you know we've been doing polls and stuff sometimes people don't you know skip over it so Make sure you um, are participating in the poll so we know. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> so last week we talked about Martel Ho from the show Love and Marriage Huntsville and Sheree from Real Housewives of Atlanta dating, right? Right. So recently Candy was doing, I believe was it an interview or was it on her like I think it was an interview, yeah. Yeah. And they were asking her about the uh the couple and she gave her opinion on it but she kind of agreed with what we were talking about last week of it being kind of like a uh not necessarily a publicity thing but yeah kind of like a publicity yeah, where like a money a line for the shows you know right so we might be on to something because she knows Sheree well she's known her for a long time and she knows how the these reality shows work and if she agrees, then we're probably on to something. So we'll have to see how this plays out and how and, it is.
1: So not only did Candy say that she basically believed it was like more of a publicity thing because he tried to do that with one of her friends. Oh, yeah. Tell that part. I didn't tell that part. Yeah. So Candy was saying in the interview that he had reached out to one of her friends in the past to, to create a fake relationship and they would hire... um Paparazzi to
0: take photos. Yes, at her restaurant, she said it was a friend who is also on a reality show. She said friend or cousin, I remember. Yeah, something like that. that that's also on a reality show and reached out to her, telling her that they're going to come to her restaurant, and if she could call the paparazzi to film it. Right. And
1: then Candy going to say, uh "Well, only like one, one drama
0: or one, one news out or one blog." Outlet picked up on it, like it didn't even gain like momentum Nothing. or anything like that.
1: But I saw the um, oh the Huntsville okay that show's producer. What's the guy? The reality Carlos king? king, Carlos King. He was interviewed and he said that uh, Sheree is welcome on his show, which is the Huntsville show, right?
0: Because he's he worked on, mind you, Carlos King worked on Real Housewives of Atlanta for like ten years. Yeah, close to that. A long time. Long time. So he from the, knows first, the beginning too. So he
1: knows yeah. Sheree. Like, I'm close with Sheree, and she's more than welcome to come on Huntsville. So I think it's a check.
0: I'm here for it, okay? Because I'm just here for the entertainment of it all. <laughs> and uh Miss Sheree know how to read, and Melody thinks she knows how to read. With Melody is his ex wife, so. I think that would be very interesting.
1: Very interesting, but let's keep it moving. So, next up was the album drop that everybody's going crazy about is the Beyonce album. Yes, and I'll be honest, I've only listened to like a little bit so far. I haven't listened to the whole thing yet because I've just been busy. Okay, right. Kendra's got me living my best soft life. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I I ain't been working all summer.
0: (laughs) But stuff is still getting done,
1: okay? Yeah, stuff is still getting done, but I have been taking the summer off to my level of work. Anyway, so
0: Kendra, tell us what you think about the Beyonce album. What are your thoughts? What are your feelings? So I've never been one of, I love Beyonce, but I've never been one of those people that's like a fanatic where it's like, I'm waiting for it to drop so that I can... um, Listen to every song, stay up late, and all that. No. However, I was scrolling Instagram, and then there was some controversy about one of her songs. Uh, I guess she used a reference or a clip or police, and so that's what made me go listen to the album right then and there. Because I'm like, she used milkshake. How she used milkshake? So I never, mind you, I never figured out where it was or what happened, but um, that made me go listen to it. And so I kind of, I'm the type of person where I can kind of tell if I'm going to really, really like the song within like the first five to 10 seconds.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: You come in strong with it. I'm like, oh, this is a groove. I got it. Like, you know. Right. Now with this album, you can't really do that because how it starts is not necessarily how it's going to finish. So I kind of clicked through it at first. And I was just like, "Mm, I don't know if I'm really feeling it. So the next day I said, let me give it another chance. I'll listen to it in the car. I will say the word that came to mind or phrase is work of art. I feel like she really put a lot of thought into how it was orchestrated, the music, the lyrics. Um, It's very much a dance vibe. Like I could literally see voguing. Like when I was listening to it, I just saw a lot of voguing and I was like, Yeah. yeah so uh i think the ballroom scene is gonna eat it up i think if you love to dance freely and just like let your body just feel the music i think you're thoroughly going to enjoy it um would i listen to it day in and day out no i feel like i need i need to be in a specific type of mood to listen to it um because you know me like in the car i'm more of a like a I like hood music and I like (laughs) (laughs) like when I'm in the car by myself like that's just like what I like to ride to but if I'm in a happy upbeat feel like dancing type of mood cleaning the house I feel like I would definitely turn this album on I think it's good I think it's a just a specific type of vibe um and I, but we know that Beyonce does things with intention. So it will be interesting to see like how the visuals come together. And if she drops a side B to this or like what else, you know, comes of this, but I feel like on like socials, it's kind of split. Like some people, a lot of people are feeling it. People that stand Beyonce are going to automatically say they love it because they stand Beyonce, but right. some people who are like, girl, what this is this yeah. And then I think a lot of people expected it because of Break My Soul. Yeah. So I'm actually, I'm here for it. I like it. I just wouldn't like, it's not something that I'm constantly playing over and over every day. Like I'm not listening to it nonstop.
1: Well, I got to give it a chance. So we'll see. Hopefully, oh, I don't know. It wasn't the album that, it's not that, it's not, I didn't want a dance album.
0: <laughs> I wanted that Beyonce is what's it called? Four. Yeah. I wanted yeah. that. It was, yeah. I want, I
1: wanted even like um, lemonade. Like, even like, I just wanted, I just wanted something real Houston, Texas.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Four. That's the one I wanted that. But I mean, she, I feel like, you know, she's so multifaceted, like we'll see what happens. She goes under a rock, she pops her head out, she gives us a banger. But I feel like this this piece, she called it Renaissance for a reason. I feel like it is a work of art. There is a um a girl on TikTok who had a whole theory behind it. She was just saying, like, um, you know, the dance era was big in the 80s. And it's giving off those type of vibes. She was born in the 80s. She's calling this her renaissance album. So she feels like there's going to be like a three-part series to this. And, you know, we're all going to be satisfied at the end. That's what she said. She's like, I feel like we're all going to get what we're looking for. This was for a very specific crowd. Those who get it, get it. Those who don't, don't. And she's like, but I don't feel like she's going to leave us, the rest of them hanging. Like she's going to bring something for the rest. And then she probably going to hide under a rock for another 10 years. So I was like, oh, we'll see. We'll see how that yeah, goes. Like, This possibly could be her last. Uh, yeah. Her last she life. seems to be enjoying her personal life and enjoying her family. And we don't hear too much about her, you know, often till she does like a, a, a drop for um, Ivy Park. Or there's the Grammys or something like a big, you know, something that she has coming out or a movie or something. But other than that, we don't really hear much from her. So I could see her going in that direction. You know, yeah. she's been around for a long time. I ain't mad at it. Yeah, I'm not even mad at it. Yes.
1: Okay. Well, should we get on this week's topic? I feel like it's such a good one. Yes. All um. Right. We're always like well, especially Kendra. Kendra always finds some of like the best informative content when it comes to motherhood, mm-hmm. and um, we found this really good. Or Kendra, Kendra found this really good piece of content from Mama Psychologist on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Kendra, do you want to
0: share a little bit more about it? Yeah, you know what? It kind of um, caught my eye because it kind of tied into like what we talked about last week with like some of the triggers that we have as moms. And a lot of it can come, a lot of our triggers can come from our children's behaviors. And so this post caught my eye because it says, why is my toddler driving me crazy? And then uh, the focus is understanding common toddler behaviors so this is basically giving us some insight into why toddlers behave this way these things are normal a lot of us do know that um, if you study childhood development or if you read any book on motherhood or raising children a lot of them talk about these type of behaviors and they're normal and for different stages in their lives but in the moment sometimes you don't necessarily think about those things unless you're studying this you know So I feel like these posts and these articles and things like that are very good quick reminders to let us know like, hey, this is normal. This is how you can respond instead of being triggered and uh, responding in a way that you might not be so proud of. So this kind of ties into our last week topic. So we wanted to just go ahead and and cover this this week as well. Like Nicole said, we want to give credit where credit is due. So this post comes from Mama Psychologist on Instagram again. So the first behavior is acting wild, running around, jumping, climbing on furniture. So the feeling that's associated with these behavior is they could be over overstimulated or they can be excited. So sometimes you see, you know, if you go to a new place with their child, at least for mine, I'll speak for mine. Um he can have one or two reactions to a new place. He can either withdraw or he can be so excited that he cannot calm down. Like he'll be like running around, jumping around and you might be saying like, Kendan, come here. I need you to come over here. I need you to come over here. And he will not hear me because he's so excited. He's overstimulated. Everything he loves to do is right in front of his face. Yeah. So he might not want to come take his shoes off and- you know, wash his hands or whatever he's supposed to do. All he can do is see everything that's happening in front of him. So the need that's associated with that is the need to move their body, go outside, put on some, uh, oh, these are things that you can do to help them. They say with the overstimulation or if they're excited. Um, move their body, go outside, put on some dance music to move and get the energy out. So that would not necessarily apply to like when you're going to a new place. But if your child is overstimulated in the home or in the car or things like that, and you're trying to like channel that behavior, those are tips that they're saying to do is to provide a space for them to move their body. So you can take them outside or you can put on some music and say, let's get it out. Let's dance, you know? Yeah. Let's get it out.
1: <laughs> That's a great tip. And to be honest, I when they, my kids get overstimulated, I, I make them go for runs. I'm like, all right, get out the house. We're going for a run. We're going for a walk. We're going to the playground because y'all just got to get it out. Yes, you got to
0: get it out. <laughs> You gotta get it out. Think about uh, it, telling the kid to sit down in that moment where they're already excited. Like, how are they gonna sit? You we've seen it before. They'll sit down yeah. and what are they doing? Their legs are still jerking, they're sliding out of the chair because you're trying to just halt right. all the energy that they're having. They're a kid, gotta let them get it out. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. Um
1: one of the next ones that they shared was of the behavior of being aggressive pushing siblings, or even hitting. Mm -hmm. And they said that behavior comes from the feeling of being overwhelmed or frustrated or scared. Mm -hmm. And I've definitely seen that with my kids from my perspective. Like um, if one of them is really frustrated, sometimes they'll be very aggressive with their sibling. Like they'll just be frustrated. And that's something I've had to like catch on and learn something I didn't realize at first, especially with my oldest, with my son, I didn't realize like he was, he was behaving that way because he was frustrated with something and he didn't know how to communicate that, especially when he was little and me being a first time mom, I didn't realize that. Yeah. And now that they've gotten older and of course, like been more knowledgeable about the situation, I've been able to you know, work with it. But um, it says that when kids are that way of uh, being aggressive, pushing siblings or even hitting when they're being overwhelmed, when they're feeling frustrated, if they're feeling scared, a good thing to do is to let them have a break. Yeah. Take away the stimulation, have less stimulation, take the tablets away, take the TV away, Uh, connect with them as a parent give them a quiet area i know that's something we've also talked about on the podcast is like giving them their quiet space and also i feel like um i let my kids play on tablets quite a bit because a lot of their stuff is learning stuff or um a lot of it is learning based or stuff they're into and so i wouldn't say that they're on it all the time but i mean there are days where it's like we just back to back went and did like vacation 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 and then we're home that day and everybody's just chilled out on tablets watching tv on the phone like everybody's just super chill right right Mm -hmm. and sometimes when they play those games and they're trying to win them they get frustrated yeah and i've realized like okay i can't let you just sit there and play especially if i start to notice you're getting frustrated and so Something that I've done to like, have them get less stimulation, stimulation from like the tablets and stuff like that is, we started playing uh, family games like Uno. Yes, yes. I Spy and just things that are just less stimulated and that are just more fun related and just connecting as a family when they're feeling that frustrated. And also too is just asking them, you know, why are you frustrated? And Mm -hmm. okay, well, let's take a minute and let's take a deep breath and count to 10 and let's
0: try to relax. And then once you're feeling a little better, let's talk about it, you know? Right, right. That's so good because you're already teaching them how to regulate their emotions and then like how to put, you know, verbiage to those feelings like, I'm feeling frustrated or I'm feeling overwhelmed or whatever, like giving them words to to label those emotions is so good. That's something they're going to use for the rest of their life. And then you're also giving them the tool of how to deal with it when that happens. Like I'm going to remove myself. I'm going to take a breather. I'm going to, you know, turn the game off. If something is, is causing me frustration, I can pause it and come back to it later. Like, you know, that's good. And I, I think it's really also important for children of color
1: to understand because yeah. other races will sometimes like if your child's being aggressive they just they just automatically just um, center it as like
0: oh you're just like they're you know an aggressive person yes. It's not like they couldn't have a moment of aggression right they're automatically an aggressive person right
1: person. so. They get labeled especially in certain areas as just being an aggressive person just because they got overwhelmed and nobody wanted to like hear them out you know
0: in that moment like that's another thing like to teach our ourselves too and our children like you can have a moment yeah we all have a, a moment but that doesn't have to determine who we are Exactly. We don't have to live in that moment forever. We can have that moment, deal with it, learn from it, and move on and handle it better the next time. So uh, this is so good because it's teaching them at an early age how to regulate those emotions and how to like regain control and also give yourself grace to take a break if you need it. Exactly. Especially the quiet area. Sometimes a lot of things that our kids do are very stimulating you know and so especially within the age of technology and things like that so um but even with going outside and playing and like playing with their friends and like you know yelling and having a good time and running around it's like okay but sometimes we need to just be quiet yep down read a book and relax or even just like lay lay outside and look at the sun like just just to be still for a moment and just appreciate being quiet it's also a good tool that if you learn at this age, like it will help you as an adult too. So I think that I love that tip about having a quiet area. Yeah, it's, it's very helpful. The next behavior is refusal, not listening, saying no to things that they usually like. So this is associated with the feeling of feeling frustrated, not heard, or not listened to. So in this moment, they need their feelings to be validated and they need to feel some sense of control over smaller things. So. Mm -hmm. um, This is really good, too. Um, It's so funny because all these behaviors are things that adults do. (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) it's so crazy because it's like dang like this is so good because if we can teach our kids i'm probably going to keep saying this but if we can keep teach if we can teach our kids these tools now right they're going to be amazing adults because they're going to have like more understanding of who they are um and their emotions and their feelings but um yeah, when they're not listening, a lot of times it is because they they don't feel heard or they're frustrated. Um, so we talked about this before, listening to your kids, letting allowing them to have an opinion. Um, some of us were not allowed to have opinions when we were kids. And that's something that we are trying to change within our children to give them a voice and right. to allow them to be heard. Um you know, still teaching them that they have to be respectful when they want to be heard. They can't just be, you know, yelling at their teacher like, you're not allowed to (laughs) act like that. Like, you know. (laughs) I've had
1: that with my son is like giving him that voice and then having to teach him how to use it because I feel like that's backfired on me. Like, he'll be like, no, mom, it wasn't right. And I was telling her that's not right. Yeah. (laughs) There could be more to this situation. There could be not more to the situation. But in that moment, it's okay that you understand that that's not right. And I'll, I will contact her and see, you know, more of what was going on. And then usually I reach out to the teacher Mm -hmm. and then I explain to him, you know, there's, there's, you know, 20 kids and one teacher. Sometimes that could be a lot for one person. Right. Yeah. And so, she's just trying to do the best she can to, and she, she was a great teacher. So I, I, you know what I'm saying? So
0: yeah. Yeah. We have (laughs) to teach them. It's something that they're going to, it's going to take time. They're not going to catch it like right away. And um, I feel like just giving it to them in their language with, for their age group is what's going to be helpful. Yeah. Um, But the most important thing is just validating their feelings. Like using um the tools of I hear you saying this and I appreciate you telling me how you feel um your feelings are valid I hear you and then giving them the next response like if they need correction in that moment you can still give them correction we're not saying like just let your kids be wild and do whatever they want to do but Hear them out. Let them give their point of view, and then if they need correction, provide correction. You know, um, if they need understanding, provide understanding. And then using that tip that we gave last week of having them repeat it back to you, so that you can make sure that they're understanding like what you're what you're telling them. You know, sometimes we can forget we're talking to kids and we things go right over their head. And you like, "You hear me?" And they say, "Yeah." But they don't. (laughs) Uh, No, I I didn't. (laughs) And then that's good too. Um, giving them control over some smaller things, like yeah, you know, reiterating what the things that they can control, like um, you know, how you respond to someone. That's something that you can can control. You can choose to get more upset and more frustrated, or you can decide I don't want to be frustrated. I just want to tell you how I feel right or i need a break i need a moment Like right? you know whatever those small things that they can do to help um, help them feel some sense of control in that moment
1: that's such a good um good good ways to to move forward um another one of the tips that she said was and i know we've all experienced this so much um when your child's behavior is asking the same question again, and again, and again, and again. And they say the feeling behind that is the feeling of being anxious or unsure. Mm -hmm. And they're saying in that moment that your child needs connection, reassurance, more preparation. Mm -hmm. And man, I feel like that's something that every parent goes through is when your child will ask the same question again and again and again and again. Mm -hmm. And it's so interesting because in the moment you just feel like I already answered the question. I know we've talked about this like a million times on the podcast and Kendra has a really good way of working with this, but that reassurance and more preparation, Mm -hmm. being able to just take your mind and realize, okay, instead of thinking they're like, asking me the same question over and over having the knowledge to know oh no they feel unsure about the situation they feel anxious about the situation they feel like they don't know what's going on I know um, for us um, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing but this week for the first time normally we tell our kids like ahead of time right uh-huh. like two three days ahead we'll tell them oh on Monday we're doing this we're going here and it's going to be just like fun and we're doing this you know yeah. and then every day every minute of that day they got a new question about where we're going yep. and so this time this week we just like <laughs> like when it came to the golf thing it was just like wake up early we're going somewhere Yep. And we can't tell you yet. And then you get there, oh, this is what you're doing. Or yeah. we get your nails done, but you don't know that we just waking up and we're going somewhere. All you know is we're going somewhere. Yeah. Because we need to test it out of what was going to be better for them because they would just get so anxious and just feel so ramped up and feel so, like, have so much anxiety almost about in three days we're going here. And, yes, oh, what- yes. What am I gonna wear? What toys am I gonna bring? What kids am I gonna run into while we're out there? Are we gonna get on the roller coaster together? Are we yeah. gonna do- and it was just like, okay, I don't even wanna put you guys through these three days of just feeling so <laughs> anxious about it. It just began yeah. to it's like even if we told them every part, like try to make them reassure them, like, like. This is obviously helpful when they're asking you again and again, the connection, the reassurance, and more preparation. But sometimes it feels like even if you tell them every little bitty detail, they will find a detail that you did not tell them about.
0: (laughs) Right. And I feel like that's, when that comes into play, Is also every kid is different in knowing your child, right? Yeah. Some kids, you can tell them, like, you know next week we're gonna to go to Disneyland and they'll be like so excited and they may talk about it every day but they're not like you know just overly anxious about it I know my kid <laughs> so I cannot tell him now I used to be really bad where I would like literally tell him as he's seen whatever's happening and I realized <laughs> that that gave him more anxiety oh so- no I had to because he wasn't Because he wasn't prepared he didn't, uh, he didn't know he didn't know what was happening he didn't know all the details he wasn't able to have time to prepare his mind for something and then that made me um go back into myself as a child and realize I was the same way I need to be prepared I need to know what was happening yeah and so that I can pull my nerves together because if there's going to be kids there that I don't know you know are they going to want to play with me these are the type of emotions and things that kids go through especially if they're an anxious kid they're like right. Kenan always asks me like well are they going to laugh at me and I'm like well what are what will they laugh at you about like you know right and so kids have all these same emotions that we do if we were going somewhere by ourselves like you know like as you get older you learn not to care some people do some people still care but right. um It's the same thing for kids. They want to know who's going to be there, what's what it's going to look like. And so, but for me, with my son, I just started preparing him. If it's going to happen later in the day, I'll tell him in the morning. If it's going to be the first thing in the morning, I'll tell him the afternoon before. So I can give him all the details. Sometimes I'll even pull up a picture and show him what it's going to look like, you know, what's going to be there. Because I know my son now, you know? Right. And, and this has helped me with him, like, building that connection, telling him, like, hey, this is where we're going. Is this something that you think you'll be interested in? Oh well, yeah, that looks kind of cool. But what does it do? Or What is it? Who's going to be there? So I let him ask all the questions that he has, give him reassurance that he'll be okay. Um, mommy and daddy are going to be there with you. Um, It's nothing scary. We would never put you in harm's way. Like, if it's like a theme park where it's roller coaster, she's like, You're not going to make me get on a roller coaster, right? And I'm like, No, (laughs) I would never make you do that. You can only ride what you want to ride, you know? Right. So, the more time that he has to prepare, the better for him. But I can't give him too much time because it's going to drive me crazy. So, we just had to meet somewhere in the middle. Thanks. I definitely think it's all necessary. You just yeah. have to figure out that sweet spot of when's the best time to prevent it so it relieves some of that anxiety. But as far as asking the same question over and over again, that can also apply with like if they say like, hey, mom, can I go to the park? And you're like, yeah, maybe later. That's right. not that's not good enough because they're going to keep asking, hey, do you think we go to the park now? Two minutes later are we still going to go to the park? Because they have no information, right? It's like, maybe later usually means no. <laughs> okay, exactly. And they don't know, like, if you're going to say, yeah, and then they're unsure. So they're like, you know, so sometimes we do have to give more concrete answers. And just be honest with them sometimes, like, you know, we're not going to go today, but we'll see if we can go tomorrow or whatever, you know? Yeah, I think, definitely finding that sweet sw- sweet
1: spot goes a long way. I think I'm sticking with the the day before. Yes. Because also the day before you get to be like, "Oh, you got to go to bed early."
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: So, find your find your sweet spot and stick to it.
0: Yes, you got to you got to stick stick to it because these kids, man, they will find a will and a way but um I think these were great tips um these are behaviors that most toddlers that we know have and um I think just for us as parents as moms it's just making sure that we are staying consistent in our tools and like in the way that we go about handling these behaviors um being consistent across the board is, is teaching them a standard and it's also going to help us help them. So we just have to make sure that, you know, we stay on top of our game too because a lot of things that are happening with them, they don't know why they're feeling this way. They don't know why they ask a million questions. Like they don't know why they get anxious. Like they're still growing and learning, but we have the the knowledge we have the ability to gain the knowledge to help them navigate through life. And that's our job, right? Our job as parents is to be there for them, to help them, to teach them um, so that they can learn how to grow into young adults and adults, you know, so on and so forth. So the more research that we do, listening to podcasts like ours, because we're going to do the work for you. We're going to go seek the information and bring it to you guys so that we can share on this platform together, combined with our personal stories, the information that we learn, and to present it to you in a concise way that you can take and go and use with your kids. You know, that's our goal. Our goal is to be a resource that you guys can come to and listen to um, to just help us all overall be better parents and mothers and women um uh, navigating to, through this thing called life. So That's what it's all about. Yes,
1: that's it. And that's all.
0: (laughs) So we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Make sure you guys join us next week for another episode and keep up with us on Instagram at Somebody's Mama Pod. Our website is still available. You can find the podcast there. um, Somebody's Mama Podcast. You can also still purchase your hats if you would like to do so. You haven't got one yet. Please leave us a five-star rating and review yes on apple podcast and spotify um spotify you just leave a quick rating apple podcast we need that rating and review let us know how we're doing we would love to hear from you guys and we will have at y'all next week bye